0: When it comes to bedtime and getting your children in bed or getting your children out of your bed, the big picture is important. You have to stop and get the big picture. Why are we making the decisions we're making here?
1: You're listening to Parenting On Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan house Family Ministries. I'm your host Ruthie Jay and this week's special guest Tori Roberts. You have two little ones, you've also worked as a house parent right mm-hmm, here. Yes.
0: And behavioral specialist, Joe, yeah.
1: And behavioral specialist here at the Boys and Girls Homes at Sheridan House Family Ministries. So we've been talking about bedtime, though. Mm-hmm. And it's different in all different stages, but there is an actual big picture.
0: There is, but you brought something off air, being cultural. There's different cultures that take different stands on on mm-hmm. bedtime in the family bed. and mm-hmm. For instance... Well, I mean, I'm a mob. my husband and I, an I have
1: gone at it a couple times on this topic, you know, and he'll pull out the Hispanic card. I mean, we both grew up in the same city, but for whatever reason, because my mom is American, he all of a sudden thinks he's Mr. Hispanic, and then he'll, <laughs> well, Hispanics do it this way, and I'm like, oh, excuse me, you know, and and he'll pull out the culture card, not just for bedtime, for lots of other things, and a lot of it is just parenting philosophy mm-hmm. differences right, that right, right. are normally polarized in other topics too, but um, this is one of them where. He He has said, it's not a big deal. Let the kids sleep in the bed. And me coming from so many years being single into a blending family, I was thinking, well, not only should we have our bedtime <laughs> ourselves, but we have to train
0: the kids Because we're married. To be- yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Like,
1: yeah, I waited a long time to be married. Maybe yeah. we should not yeah. have the kids yeah. to be married. So would
0: that mean that, and I need to be careful here, but would that mean that you're <laughs> going to wake up in the morning and they're still in your bed, you're not going to pick them up and carry to their own beds? Is that kind of the thought there? That
1: was, well, sometimes, see, it yeah, was yeah. A mixed. It was, we no. had it all. Mm-hmm. I, we've experienced it all. So-
0: I don't think there's a right or a wrong here. I think what we have to do is think of why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Some of us are having our children in our bed um, because we don't know how to get them out of our bed. We don't know how to say, no, you can't be there. I, I think if it's because you're lazy or don't have a plan for the discipline and it's wrong.
1: Well, and for us, I think guilt had a little bit of something to do. My husband would be like, wow, well, the kids have gone through so much, Ruth, and they need to get to know you more too. But, well, look what they went through today and there was an issue with the mom and this and that and so here we have it and i'm not going to have a good night's sleep because and oh, that was that was me selfishly yeah. thinking into a new marriage you know and not having my own kids oh life. i
0: think you had realistic thoughts i, I don't <laughs> think it was selfish thinking i get your thinking um, but there is an issue here and one of the issues that uh, people are polarized over. And I'll be asked all the time, what do you think about children sleeping in your bed with you? And I have to preface this by saying I don't know that there's a total right or wrong here. Um, if you're asking me what we did, my children did not sleep in the bed with me. There were times when one of them would sleep on a pallet on the floor next to our bed. Um, but I really enjoy sleeping with my wife. Um, so, <laughs> And I don't enjoy sticky feet on my back. And, I, and Tori has very sticky feet. And I also... <laughs> The <laughs> cat there's just a point in time where they're going to have to sleep uh, in separate, you know, not in the bed with us. Um, I remember it was my 20th anniversary at Sheridan House and the board of directors wanted to buy me a car and I didn't want a car, I'm good with my Chevy, give me the summer. And we took the summer and drove around North America. And uh, it was interesting because uh, we, I'm not a camper, we stayed in, in motels and hotels for uh, 12,200 miles,
2: Wow,
0: that was awesome. That's halfway around the world, wow. 24,000 miles around the world. We did 12200 But we got two rooms. Joining doors, two every rooms. Night? Most nights. Not,
2: not every night.
0: Really? No, It
2: wasn't every night.
0: Boy, mm-hmm. I just don't remember having you in my bedroom. But, <laughs> we wow. couldn't
2: afford it, but there were nights. There was, I would say, at least once a week, you guys had your own. Wow. Because I, I was in charge of the budget, so I yes, do remember. she was You just remembered the she, one yes, week yeah, that was, was <laughs> those were the highlight nights. We yeah. were out of the room. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> Everything please, else was blocked please, Tori, <laughs> yeah. Tori,
0: can we have our own rooms? I'll go without eating. Yes. you had yogurt, <laughs> you were 15, he was 12. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's just a need to think through why are the children in our bed? Mm-hmm. Is it a nightmare that caused it? And uh, different couples today are taking different approaches, aren't mm-hmm.
2: they? Yeah, it's pretty polarized. There's the more of the cry it out that the babies from first night on is in their own room and in their own crib. And, you know, and then there's the people that they have the family bed and their children are in their bed, you know. All the way. I mean, not all the way. That's exaggeration. But, um, you know, I feel like everything needs to be balanced. I feel like, you know, that's scriptural. There needs to be a balance. There needs to be no extremes on either end. And I, I mean, that's just my personal philosophy.
0: It's And it's so personal mm. that people that draw the line draw it harsh. Yes and they draw it harsh at other people you're kidding me you have your children in your bed or you're kidding me you have those poor children in their own room you're kidding me and it makes it so people can't even talk about it mm-hmm. um and they want definitive answers in meetings yes uh, which is the right way well if you've thought through it either one could be the right way um for us in our house we had them in a cradle this cool little cradle um and then when you were old enough um, you went in your own crib which to be honest with you made me crazy i down the hall constantly touching her and I was terrified to make sure she was okay in the night and Rosemary said please don't wake her up please don't <laughs> wake her up but I just want to make sure they're okay and then we didn't really ever have them sleep with us except on special nights and even those special nights either I get up and left uh, or we'd carry them to their bedroom to have their own bed but not only for them to have their own bed uh, and the, some of the nights were fun and there's a television in our bedroom mm-hmm. um, but and there was never a television in their bedroom it's in a appropriate for a child to have a television in their bedroom. And did I ever hear from one of them, Why, well, it's not fair that you have a television in your bedroom and we don't. Well, guess what? I'm an adult. Sorry. Uh, and I had no problem saying that. Uh, I'm an adult.
2: Did you when we were growing up? I don't remember it when we were little.
0: When you were very little on Thomas Street, we did not no. have it. We couldn't afford a television in a bedroom. Uh, when we moved out when you were in uh,
2: fifth, grade.
0: fifth grade, we got a television in our bedroom. Uh, I can't even believe we're talking about a television.
1: <laughs> well, but it affects bedtime, too, yes. having television in the kids bedrooms mm-hmm. because now with cable and you've got cable all over the house the kids can watch the disney there's channel there's absolutely
0: all night. no reason for a child to have a television in their own bedroom and but uh, some
1: parents use it to help them fall asleep they they're do, used to and, that
0: and unfortunately the child's become accustomed to that and then the stories we hear about what they ended up discovering was also on television was horrible Mm -hmm. Um, I wanna control who talks to my child as much as I can. I wouldn't invite the people on uh, law and order into my house to sit down in the family room and talk to my children. Why would I invite in the privacy of a bedroom that? So television was off limits for my kids in the bedroom. We had one, we had one downstairs. But I think one of the things we wanna make sure we talk about today concerning not just the family bed and the whole bedtime issue, but husbands and wives need some personal time. And what happens if they don't have the bedtime managed, then they go through a nightmare from 8.30 to 10.30 at night, trying to get them to bed, trying to get them to stay in bed. And by the time it's 10.30, a husband and wife have nothing left. And they kind of wonder why our marriage is getting very boring, because they have not managed. And maybe one of them feels bad that they've banished the children or whatever and, and feels, should we be doing this? I mean, we are parents, but marriage is first. First, and marriage needs to come first. And we need to decide that as harsh as that sounds. There are a lot of moms, you know, there's a lot of dads having extramarital affairs with their work, but there's a lot of moms having extramarital affairs with their children as perverse as both of those things. Something that gets in the way of their marriage mm-hmm. and it becomes the priority. So bedtime is very important. I remember when Tori, uh, when Roby had a bedtime and Tori didn't have a bedtime, this has actually become a, a sadly famous story that I'm asked to tell a lot in different places. Yes, this She's is rolling of, her yeah, eyes. Yes, and uh, and Tori didn't have a bedtime, and I said, I'm you know, smart I, kn- for life. I know you don't have a bedtime, but you need to go upstairs at nine o'clock and not come back down. And Tori, being Tori, who's awesome, because it's a changing of something here. So can I just ask a question? Uh, what will happen if I come downstairs at nine <laughs> o'clock? And I said, well, this is date night <laughs> for Mom and I. And she said, no, but what would happen if I came downstairs? at nine o'clock. And I said, well, you come downstairs at nine o'clock and you may find two naked bodies in oh front of the fireplace. <laughs> to which he Tori goes into total red. shock, realizing that, dad, if I ever saw you like that, I would be in therapy the rest of my life and have <laughs> yeah. to be medicated. I'm in
2: therapy for that statement. Yes.
0: That, that <laughs> statement right there gave her an eye tick. Yes. <laughs> I, I think our children need to know we have a marriage. Uh-huh. I think they need to see the priority, not see, know of the priority mm-hmm. of the marriage. And they need to know we need our time. You consume us. We're there for soccer going upstairs, and so, and one of the things that Tori was taught, and it was, she wasn't taught this by me, she was taught this by Rosemary, she was taught that during those times it was one of the times that made her a voracious reader. You know, all of us have multiple degrees, but Tori's the one that burns through the books. I, I marvel at how fast and how many books she reads, um, but, but she gained a love for being in her room and not having to go to sleep right away and reading books. In fact, when she did have a bedtime and we said to her, you have to go to bed, and I can't remember the time, so I'll make them up. You have to go to bed at 9 o'clock, but if you want to stay up till 9.30, having devotions, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And so I walked in and sat on the floor next to her bed one time, and she was reading um, Rick Warren's book, Purpose Driven Life. Yeah, Purpose Driven Mm -hmm. Life and uh, his devotional and I sat down on the floor and I've all my life used Oswald Chambers and I sat down and listened to what she was telling me uh, that she was getting out of her devotions and I really sat down there to reinforce it and to be honest with you I said I'm getting that book that's great and I went and got my own just to reinforce it with her that she was doing something cool it changed my life Mm. it turned out to be great but it was this little thing that you can stay up a little later only if you're going to have devotions Mm -hmm. and she did it and it became a blessing to the whole family the <laughs> But we've got to have a bedtime secondarily, not just to teach them how to do bedtime, not just to eventually teach them how to manage their own bedtime, not just because they need a bedtime, not just to get them in a routine so we can end up having a nice end of the night with them at that bookend, sitting on the side of their bed, uh, reading and, and praying with them, but so the marriage can have some time. There are some marriages that have no time because the end of the night is such a struggle, it's exhausting. So in discovering that, whether you have them in your bed or not, you need to have your own time Mm -hmm. and there needs to be your own time, wherever that own time is. And I think you need to decide if you are one of those people that has them in your bed or has them on a pallet on your floor. For me, the pallet was when somebody had a nightmare Mm -hmm. and I didn't have them in my bed. Because we're working them from that palate back, and that's why Tori is damaged today because (laughs) I didn't let her in our bed. She's emotionally scarred from the rejection. Um, But I, I I just think we need to also make a decision as a husband and wife. We got to get them back in their own bedroom Mm -hmm. and back in their own bed. And that's a husband-wife battle. Rosemary and I were not in agreement on that, and uh, she was fine having them in there because she's a mush, and uh, Tori (laughs) can work her over. It was awesome because you know Tori's just a beautiful. Form of me and knows how to bring it. (laughs) It's all coming out. Yes, (laughs) where where Rosemary is just a pleaser and wonderful at it. Mm -hmm. Um, But as a couple, you do have to decide. We need our bed back. We need our bedroom back. But our children need the process of this independence because they are leaving us. And it's not independence. It's you can count on me, but get to know God. And that's why we taught them to pray through their nightmares and pray that they wouldn't. There was I don't remember which one of you it was that wanted to pray every night. I want to pray not have any bad dreams. That's Ruben. Yeah. Ruby well, that was, that. I think it was Roby. I want to pray every night, no bad dreams, no mm-hmm. bad dreams. And then when <laughs> you, you have, it. why would Jesus let me have a bad dream? When I prayed so hard not to have a bad dream. Well, I think he's letting you learn how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roby, I have bad dreams sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think he's teaching you how to deal with them, but he will always be here and he will always take care of you. There's so much in the darkness of the bedroom and there's so much in the aloneness of the bedroom, but there's also so much in the necessity of the marriage here. Mm-hmm. It's, this. This whole bedtime thing is very, very important.
1: And that's
2: challenging even in the early years too, right? You've mm-hmm. got eleven month year old and three. Well in our eleven month old, just by the nature of it, his cribs in our bedroom. So but it's just it's trying to find, you know, we with newborns, they sleep with me because mm-hmm. it's I felt like it was important for they they actually learn breathing by learning their mom's breathing pattern. So but it it's a progression. And I like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the thought process of a progression. It's not that, you know, you would want your 15 year old sleeping in your bed with you. It's just it's the progression of that. And he moved to his crib and he's now in his crib. But, you know, we spend most of our night finding our marriage time not in our bedroom. We go downstairs and yeah, have our time together. Yeah. It's just being intentional. Well, in your
0: case, and in our case on Thomas Street, it was a space issue. Yeah, it's
2: a space issue. It just
0: didn't have the space. Mm-hmm. And you have a foster child now. And so yeah. you, 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 it's a whole space <laughs> issue for you. I think what we're saying here is it's not which is the right and which is the wrong. It's think through it. Where are you going? What are you doing with Being this Being intentional. Yeah, intentional. That's the word I was looking for. I was going to say it, but she beat me. To it. <laughs> it's okay. Intentional, <laughs> intentional. It's all, why am I doing this and how will this help my child develop in the future?
1: You've been listening to Dr. Bob Barnes and Tori Roberts from Sheridan House Family Ministries here on Parenting on Purpose. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And we are wrapping up a week talking about dealing with bedtime. If you missed any of the program So far, you can hear them all over again for free online at parentingonpurpose.org. Even sign up to get all future programs automatically on an app that you can download or through your email that comes along with the corresponding blog. Again, all of it is at parentingonpurpose.org. If you're curious to know more about the children's homes, the counseling ministry, even the many resources to help your marriage and your parenting journey, a lot of that is found online at shfm.org. It's short for Sheridan House Family Ministries, and all the proceeds of the resources go to help the children's homes. Or you can support the children's homes directly by sending a two-letter text. Just send the letters SH, short for Sheridan House, and send it to 41518. That'll add $10 to your cell phone bill and send that amount directly to the children's homes. We hope you join us next week for another topic here on Parenting on Purpose.